What's up, y'all? It's your girl, XP. And it's your girl, Dre and Nicole. And you're tuned in to another episode of Poor Minds. Period. I'm dead. When do you say period? You yeah. always say where a drunk mind speaks sober thoughts. Ooh, to switch it up this week. Y'all know where the fuck y'all at. Tell them why you switched it up this week. Because I'm not drinking. No, you said period because our sister is free. Oh, yeah. And JT home. JT she is home. home now. She is officially out. Uh, the song JT, what's the song? JT. First day out. First day out. Drops tonight. So by the time y'all hear this, we'll already we have heard already the song. We um, so shout so out, excited. yeah, shout out to JT. It's been, it's, it's been a long road. <laughs> <laughs> you was fucking childish. Yes, allegedly she is in the halfway house. Okay, currently, so yeah, she not you know free free yet. But it's better. But this better than where she was at. Better than the feds. Amen. Yeah. So shout out to JT City Girls. Uh, from a from 305 a ghetto, ghetto booty, pretty, pretty face, thick thighs. Period. Y'all bitches know we live. Pimp a nigga head straight to Ocean Drive. Damn, what a love. <laughs> nigga, what a bag <laughs> Oh, you broke? Nigga, where your daddy at? Okay, we oh, Okay, sorry, y'all. <laughs> um, so, yeah, shout out to JT. That's exciting news. Y'all know we have always been city girlfriends since day one. Since like, for real. Since day one. Since literally day, day one. one. So, yeah, shout out to JT That's one more time. Exciting. So, let's go ahead and get into uh, the topics for today. I thought you were about to say, let's get into the bed. I was about to say, see, you Too couldn't. You Ooh, I'm ready to get into the bed though. I'm so horny. <laughs> Jesus, you still feet. on a pussy strike? Garfield I am. Still on I have strike? not touched Garfield. I have not touched her. She is not happy about it. I'm happy for you. I'm not. I'm super horny. That's like, good though. That shows restraint. I do. I I have restraint, but I'm getting fucked next week because football bay will be here. Well, I mean. Gotta do what I gotta do. So, anyways, the first topic I wanted to talk about properly greeting someone. So, the okay. reason I'm talking about this topic, um, people were talking about it the other day on Twitter, of course. And me and Mandy, shout out to my good sister Mandy from Horrible, Horrible Decisions, we were going back and forth about it mm -hmm. because it was a video and it showed Meg the Stallion. She was greeting Chance the Rapper. She go, walks up to Chance, gives him a big hug, and then she proceeds to hug and greet his wife as well. Mm -hmm. And somebody retweeted the comment, I mean, retweeted the video, and they were like, you bitches need to learn. This is how you speak to someone and their wife or their girlfriend or whatever. Mm. And I'm like, well, this is not true because, first of all, I'm 99.99% sure that Meg has met Chance the wife as Chance the rapper's wife before, mm -hmm. being that, you know, her and Chance have done records together, whatever, they've worked together. So I'm pretty sure she knows. And then Chance the rapper's wife is known. For people in the industry, they know who the hell his wife is. Yeah. So it's normal for her to be like, hey, Chance, hey, how you doing? And greet his wife as well. Mm -hmm. But in a normal, standard setting, with regular ass people, if I walk up to my homeboy and he's with the woman, it is not my duty to introduce myself to that woman. I'm not going to walk up to my homeboy and be like, say his name is uh, Deontay. What's up, Deontay? What's up, my nigga? I'm not going to be like, oh, and hey, how you doing? My name is Lex. No, Deontay needs to be like, oh, what's up, Lex? Let me introduce you to my homegirl or let me introduce you to my girlfriend, Penelope. Penelope, this is Lex. I went to school with her. We go way back in the gap. That's a proper Southern greeting. Period. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I guess. I guess it could go either way. Because I'm not going to lie. Like, my mom raised me to where, like, she raised me where when you walk into the room, you're supposed to speak to everybody. Yeah, now, that's, I'm that's, we're talking about, like, but in the setting that we're talking about, we're talking about, like, at, uh, like, if you're at dinner, at a club. You're supposed to speak, like, if it's already people here, you're supposed to speak to them. Right, I agree. Now, if you're the last person to walk in or something like that, but you also have to realize, like, I don't know, I feel like if I go somewhere, and I, say I invite you somewhere, I invite you to a party and you're with me. It doesn't matter what time we get there. You don't know anybody there. These are my friends and my people. So it's my job to make sure I introduce you to everybody. Hey, y'all, this is Drea. I do poor minds with her. This is my co-host. I'm not going to leave you to where. Now, if you're a sociable person and you can do that, that's fine. Well, that's different, though. I feel like if you're bringing me somewhere and I don't know anybody, yeah, it's your duty to introduce me to the people Right. when we get there. But if you're walking up to somebody and you're greeting them and they're with someone, I do think you should speak to that person, too. I, I know. I agree with that. But what I'm saying so is. So, in that case. And when that, Meg the Stallion walked up to him and his wife, I do think that that's what she was supposed yeah, not, to do. But that, I would but, expect a bitch who walking up to me and my nigga. No. I don't give a fuck who absolutely I Absolutely not. That's rude. It's, it's not rude. It's, it's your man. Like, why are you speaking to this nigga and you see me standing here, you not going to speak? Because first of all, it's the like, what if he doesn't want you to know who that is? Who, and it doesn't matter if it's a now, man. Bitch, I need to know what the fuck going on. Somebody well, you need to explain well, you need, to me. Well, you need to check who you, the fuck you check is. Check your man. Why the fuck you speaking to my nigga? Check your man. And that's what we're going to have to see this. And I don't even want to have to go there. Exactly. So if you speak first, why? then and we then, don't even have to go there. But the thing is, though, why are you so pressed? You don't know me and I don't know you. But if he wants why to. Why you were so pressed to come speak then? Because bitch. that's my friend. That ain't your motherfucking friend. Now that he my man, y'all ain't friends no more. See, you're a psycho bitch. <laughs> and that's what's wrong with hoes. Sit there and eat no, your fucking food. No, what's wrong with hoes is that they don't want to come speak to you when you with your the nigga. The thing is, though, but... It, but they want to speak to But wait, wait, wait. If he doesn't introduce you, is that really your nigga, though? Because I've never been with somebody... If I'm with you, you should be introducing me. What is the problem with you being like, oh... I agree with what you're saying, but technically, if you walking up to my nigga, you coming to speak. I'm he coming to speak to me. I don't know you. And I understand that. <laughs> If your man wants me to know who wants me as his friend, if he wants me to know if you was really his friend, why he ain't come speak to you? Because I probably saw him first. <laughs> if I'm walking in and I'm like, oh shit, that go Deontay. Let me go speak. And actually, how these niggas are and how my guy friends are, every time I see them, they win a different bitch. So why am I introducing myself to you anyway when you're not gonna be here next week? Period. I don't agree with that though. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I can't relate. I've never had this problem. I have When I be with a nigga, a nigga introduce me to people. That's what I'm saying. What's the big deal? Just step up and be like, so this baby is not like, awkward. Hey, this is Dre and my baby group. That's what I'm saying. That's that's <laughs> all it takes. That's all it takes. I know I love to be But the thing the is, girl. if I'm with a nigga and somebody walks up to him and speaks and they don't say nothing to me, I don't care. Because, you know what, if you don't want to introduce me to this person, obviously you don't want us to know each other. So mm -hmm. I'm going to just sit here and mind my business. I'm not being like, oh, that bitch didn't speak to me. I don't know this woman, and I'll probably never see her again. Why would I be so pressed for this lady to speak to me? So that was my point. I don't think it's pressed. 
I don't think it's pressed at all because I wouldn't be pressed for you to speak to me, but I would think that you're rude as fuck for walking up because if you don't say nothing, I'm not going to say anything to you either. But when you walk away, I'm damn sure going to tell my nigga that bitch was rude. Well, you should tell your nigga, well, why you didn't introduce me? No. Even right. if he introduces no. me to you, I'm still going to be like, she was rude. Why no, because it doesn't even get to that point because the conversation is quick. Hey, Deontay, what's up? Oh, hey, Lex, what's up? Oh, let me introduce you to my girl, Drea. Uh, Lex, this is my girl, Drea. So it shouldn't be no awkward. And at that moment, I'm like, oh, hey, Drea, how you doing? And I'm going to shake your hand and I'm moving around. You should just automatically know, hey, let me introduce these two people that don't know each other and break the ice. I've always been that way. It's mm. no awkward silence. Whenever you walk up to me and speak, if I'm with somebody, I'm going to introduce you to who I'm with. Yeah. So this person isn't just standing here looking dumb. Because you don't know. Because sometimes people just be standing by people. Especially if it's in a packed room. People standing by each other. You're like, oh shit. Let me introduce myself. And me be like, oh shit. I don't and even know who that is. And too motherfucking close. You know that they asses is together, bitch. I'm, I'm just saying. Niggas, just introduce who you with. And it's not even gender specific. Ladies, if you with your man. And I walk up to you and you my homegirl. Introduce me to who you sit with. If you don't introduce me. Obviously, you don't want me to know who, who that nigga is. So I just feel like when you're with somebody, introduce them to who the fuck you're with, period. It's not my job to be like, oh, hey, I'm Lex. Who are you? Who are you? To my now we got to have a conversation. Oh, yeah, me and him went to school together. Oh, yeah, well, I'm fucking him now. Not that that's how the conversation would go. Says <laughs> you? I do not say that. You would. The way you were so mad, I beat your ass. I'm so fucking him now. Like R. Kelly so said, I'm fucking him now. <laughs> Y'all remember on Trapped in the no, Closet? I don't. I don't remember that shit. <laughs> oh, shit. There were so many goddamn chapters, bitch. What chapter was that? I can't remember. It was like 16, 30, No, I wouldn't 17, be like, 30. I'm fucking him now, bitch. But at the same time, I just feel like sometimes hoes okay. be rude. I get it. So please don't act like you ain't never been in no situation where like maybe you was with a nigga and a hoe was like kind of, you know, you know yeah. how bitches be. But this is my I thing. I y'all could see my face. Because y'all know how bitches be sometimes. So let me ask so, you this, Dre. Let me ask you this, though. Okay. Say the man doesn't introduce you. And the girl's like, oh, hey, how you doing? Uh, me and him went to school back in the day. My name is such and such. And you're like, oh, hey, my name is Dre. And be like, oh, how do y'all know each other? So I feel like that's that can get I awkward. Even ask no, if she asks you that, oh, how do you know Deontay? I'm going to be like, why you want to know? Exactly. Let him make the introduction. Oh, this is my homegirl, Drea. Or this is my friend, Drea. Or this is my girlfriend, Drea. Let him do that. I'm going to be like, oh, you real inquisitive. No, she's like, oh, how y'all know each other? You know, me and him went to school together. It's small talk. So it's I'm like. I'm fucking him now. I'm fucking him now. <laughs> so to avoid the awkwardness, because you don't want to be like, oh, I'm his girlfriend. And he like, skirt, skirt, bitch. First of all. Bitches do that. Niggas do that. I ain't never had a nigga do that to me, and I would never overstep my boundaries like that. If I don't know if you're my nigga, I'm not about to exactly. go out on a limb. So stop. Say, so let I'm him not, do the introduction. First of all, I'm not even about to be. I don't know. I just feel like that. all this can be stopped if he just does the introduction, bro. All that can be solved if he just does the introduction, or if you just speak first. No, if I just come and speak to my friend and he introduces me to his friend, we don't have no reason to talk. I have no reason to talk to you besides us having a mutual friend. So our mutual friend needs to introduce us to, to each other. Period. Pool, boo, boo. And it's, it's proper manners to introduce people to each other. 
If I'm standing next to somebody, I'm sp I hate when people do that. And I actually call people out on that. That's a habit of mine that I do. If I walk up to you, Dre, and you with somebody, I'm like, oh, hey, girl, and you standing there. And we talk, I'm like, I'll, I'll say this. I'm sorry, Dre is rude. Let me introduce myself. I do that to people. I'll be like, oh, she's rude. Let me introduce myself. I'll say, especially to my friends. If you're my friend, because you always introduce me to people. You've never done that. If, I'm, if I see one of my close friends or family members and they're with somebody and they haven't introduced me, I'll be like, ooh, you rude. I'm sorry. I'm Lex. This is my cousin. I this always is my friend. introduce myself to people, though. I guess that's why I feel how I feel about it. Like, I, I don't know. Even if I, I'm with yeah. somebody, even if I'm with you and you don't introduce me, I don't, I'm I still do going to introduce I myself. I would never. I would never. I do. I would never not bitch, introduce myself. Hey. I would never not. No, I'm saying I would never not introduce myself or I would never not introduce somebody that I'm with. Right, and I understand that, but what I'm saying is we've all been places with people where, yeah, they didn't introduce themselves. I mean, they didn't introduce you right. while you were with them. Right. I always introduce myself. Now, and I agree with regardless. that. Now, if you don't, now, I, and I am that way. That's why I said what I said as far as I feel like if you're walking up to somebody, you should speak to both of the people. I'm not, okay, you should, you can but it's not, you don't have to. I'm not saying you have to. I said you should. You should. I mean, yeah, but it's like, it's really that person's job to introduce you. Now, if it's me. Why does it have to be a designated person's job? And because it's just to me. It's and just person, manners. It's just manners to me to speak to two people. So you're going to acknowledge this person. Because I don't know you. It doesn't matter. Just because you don't know me, you're not right. going to show me any respect. Now, you're me, not going to acknowledge that I'm standing me here. Me personally, I do acknowledge that people. Doesn't make sense. No, I'm going to acknowledge you because that's how. I am, but I'm also gonna call out my friend for not introducing me. And I'm making not even me, about to do all I that. am. I always do that. I'm like, oh, they rude. I'll make a joke out of it, but that's what I always do. Because to me, proper that's manners. Why I got a mouthful. I can introduce my dad. Right, but to me, proper manners is that you're supposed to introduce people. That's that. That's the designated person. Just like it's designated for a man to open a door. It's designated certain things that are supposed to happen. To me personally, that the mutual person should be introducing people. That's my views on it. I guess. That's a good way to look at it. So, uh, However, let, let us know. I feel like you can also introduce your damn self. Yeah, you can, but at the same time, it's just like, if you don't, now, if I'm the other person on the other end and I don't know you and the person that I'm with didn't introduce you to me, I don't care. I'm just gonna be like, oh, okay, whatever. And like I said, to me, it's more of like a, okay, if we in a group setting, I can understand that you bringing me to a party around the whole bunch of motherfuckers that I don't know. Hell yeah, bitch, you need to introduce Period. me to these young people. Right. But like I said, if we're at like maybe a, a private party or a dinner or something and me and my nigga are standing here and you walk your motherfucking ass over here and you like, hey, what's up, Deontay? I'm gonna be looking at your ass like, and Deontay needs to be like, oh, let me introduce them. He does. He absolutely does. Or So you can calm your hot ass down or, and realize that nobody wants your man and I'm just speaking to my friend. <laughs> he needs to calm your ass down. I'm not going to think that you want him. It's not about you wanting him. I don't give a fuck about that shit. It's about the fact that you just walked your black ass I don't know you. And spoke to him. And yes, because that's my friend. You're not my friend. You're the bitch of the week. That's how, bitch, no, I'm not. I'm the bitch of the motherfucking Month. century. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the bitch you gonna ride a die for. So let us know how y'all feel about 
properly introducing yourself and we just made this gender specific because we were talking about meg and chance and his wife but not even being gender specific even if it's with a friend situation like how do you feel like a person should speak to everybody no matter what or should they be properly introduced by the mutual friends so you feel like chance should initiate no i feel no i don't feel like chance should initiate it because meg already met his wife previous to that so well, that's different. yeah, that's why I said that's why when I was talking about the example, I said, well, first of all, this is not a good example yeah. because Meg has already met his wife before, mm-hmm. and on top of that, Chance's wife is known in the industry. People in the industry knows who Chance's wife is. So yeah. that's like, for example, like say I walked up to like say I've met Beyonce before plenty of times, but I've never met Jay Z. I know who Jay Z is though. So if Beyonce and Jay Z are standing there, even if Beyonce doesn't introduce me to Jay Z, I'm still gonna speak because I know who he is. You see what I'm saying? So, so But you don't know him. I know who he is though. So but you don't know him. So I'm be like, oh what's up? I mean Famous people are used to people introducing themselves to them because of who they are. Oh, so because they famous, you gonna introduce yourself, but because you don't know me, because I'm nobody, you not going to me. Jay-Z, Drea. Definitely speaking to Jay-Z. <laughs> don't give a fuck about Drea. <laughs> See? That's <laughs> fucking bullshit. It co- it's life. No respect. It's life, bro. I'm spe- I'm be like, oh, what's up? I'm gonna still be like, Beyonce. And I hope Jay-Z look at you like, Busy. And I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, B is rude. My good sis B is so rude, Jay. I'm sorry about that, Sean. Um, but my name is Alexis. Miss Carter B. I mean, Miss Carter. You know, you said it right. We know who wears the pants in that relationship. <laughs> Let me stop before we get fired before we even get hired. For First of all, bitch. We no, don't get fucking shadow. But in. honestly, but I, but I'll say this, like. You, it's okay to like speak if you if you kind of already know who somebody is, you already know who that person is, and you and I know what Jay is to be, so it's not you awkward. Don't even know me, I do. Me and B are so completely out of line. First of all, first B, of all, what? me and B have the same cousins, sisters, uncle. No, y'all don't. Yes, we do. <laughs> no, me and Beyonce go way fucking back. Like Girl, to, somebody when she say, do you know Lex Peach? You're like, no, no, who is that? Oh, the girl with the big titties. No. Oh, we knew her as Tiara. Yes. Girl, you is a motherfucking liar. Who do you yeah. think she wrote brown skin girl about? <laughs> Show <Like, laughs> ass about blue eyes. Brown skin girl. <laughs> it was about Lex P. No, it the song was originally called Lex P, <laughs> but she changed it. Actually. Girl, give me a fucking break. I'm just if saying. If you walk up to Beyonce, her and Jay-Z will both look at you like, bitch. <laughs> and y'all know when I get drunk, I introduce myself to everybody. Everybody be looking at me like, who is you? I be like, hey, girl! But anyway, so yeah, let us know how y'all feel about properly introducing yourself. So, um... We'll go into the next topic. Yes. Um, I'll let you bring this one in because this one's kind of your topic. I don't even know how to bring this shit in, goddammit. I don't know. This topic is basically um, about just having professionalism in the industry as a woman, which I feel like this is such a broad statement, though, because it's like, what industry are we talking about? We I, you know what? I won't even say, because I, I wanted to talk about, like, the entertainment industry uh-huh. just because that's what we're kind of in. But I, honestly, I'll say professionalism in the workplace, period. Mm-hmm. Nine to five, regular jobs, corporate jobs, whatever that you're doing, just professionalism as women and how we can handle that. And when we know to, like, dead a situation... 
Well, first and foremost, you hoes need to stop fucking y'all bosses. First and foremost. And these bosses need to stop trying to tell people that, oh, I'll advance you or I'll do this for you if you just fuck me. But we said professionalism in the workplace as a woman. Right. Um. So no, we trying to flip the script. I'm always trying to be a motherfucking feminist, bitch. We ain't talking about these niggas okay. right now. Okay. We talking about these hoes. No. Um. But at the same time, it's not fair though because a lot of women feel like it's been a lot of situations where women feel like, oh, if I don't do this, I'm either gonna lose my job, miss out on this opportunity, and it's honestly scary and it's frightening. It really is. You probably still gonna lose your job regardless. After you fuck him, you probably still gonna lose your damn job. I mean, a lot of times, I mean, I've had a friend in a situation before. She was a, a very powerful man. Um, not in the concubine. industry. He's, he's not in the industry. He was like in the oil and gas. And she was his personal assistant. And Sorry, basically, concubine. What is, um, yeah, I guess, bitch. Whatever. <laughs> she started fucking a nigga. That's what that means. I don't know all these big ass words. <laughs> yeah, she was his concubine. <laughs> She was sucking that cucumber. Whatever the fuck. So, yeah, but she started fucking him and she hated it. But one, she got paid really good money. Um, she didn't she, hate this shit. No, she did. She really used to call me, like, really, really upset and, like, how she would feel uncomfortable. But she was like, if I don't fuck him, I'm going to lose my job. Type and shit. it's not any other jobs out there. I mean, I'm not trying to so. be funny, but she was making about $90,000 a year being his personal assistant. Not looking at dick too. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not funny. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's like people be in these situations and ninety thousand dollars is good money. You know what I'm saying? To be making like but was she in making the corporate... it because of her set of skills or her I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, <laughs> goddammit. But she didn't want to lose her job and she did not enjoy it. But shit like that happens a lot. That's what she was telling you. Girl, no, she really didn't enjoy it. She really did not. It was really and I felt actually bad for her because like I said, at the time she was going through things and she couldn't afford to lose her job. You know what I'm saying? And it's like it's not easy to replace a nine, especially when you doing an assistant type job. Jobs like when you're an assistant and finding another job that's gonna be paying ninety thousand dollars, that's very rare. Especially when you're not about to be sucking these new nigga D. That's what I'm saying. So it's just kinda like I don't that's know. That's rough. No, I mean, and that's what I said. So it's hard for women that are dealing with stuff like that in the in the professional industry. I don't so we think can't so. we can't just blame it all on the women. You mean the men. But I mean, wait, yeah, no, you yeah. with me. But, I mean, I agree with you, but I've worked at so many places where I've had guys try to fuck with me. Regular nine-to-five jobs, bartending jobs. I've always had niggas that I worked for try to fuck with me, and I would tell them no, and I would keep my damn job. You can sue people for that. That's called sexual harassment. Absolutely. So that's why I don't. I agree now with you, you, but it's like you never have to be in no situation where you feel uncomfortable. Bitches be down the fuck because they be DTLs. No, that's not just, necessarily because I mean a lot. I'm just saying, Dre, because you sound really crazy right now. Because that's because you're making it seem because you know people are afraid of you what act, be, of a lot of things. Why do you think so many women get raped and don't say anything? Sexual harassment people is the same thing. These women are getting coerced and sometimes they feel like they're forced into situations and they don't feel comfortable or they're scared to report it. It's the same shit. It's the same I, thing. I hear you. Being raped though and being sexually harassed is two different things. 
Um, sexual harassment. Rape sexual is harassment. actually like forcing someone to have For, sex. If I force, if sexually if, harassing somebody is making advances at them, unwanted advances at them, it's still traumatizing. I'm not saying that it's not still traumatizing, but don't try to compare the two because it's not the exact same thing. Raping someone is raping them. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, if you're doing something that you don't want to do sexually. I, but when you're getting sexually harassed, nobody is forcing you to do anything. But what I'm saying, and if I'm, you're afraid to lose your job, like what I'm you saying, can go to HR. It's so many other options. I get what you're saying, and things that you but can what do I'm with, saying, but other than fucking that nigga and fucking that nigga for a long ass but, time at that. What I'm saying is, just like people are afraid to report rape, people in the workplace are afraid to report sexual harassment. It's the same feeling, and I understand that. That's what I'm trying to get at. It's the same. It's the same situation. So I don't a lot think it's of times, the same feeling, but I do understand what you're saying. I mean, like I said, some some people react to things different ways, but like I said, in her situation, in my friend's situation, she was very scared and she was afraid because at the she was living in Dallas and he was a very well known person in Dallas and she was like who am I against this person to say this is what's going on? And I mean, it's the same thing with that dude um, in Hollywood. What dude? The whole dude that started the Me Too movement. That okay. white guy, you know, mm -hmm. that's why it was actresses, famous actresses for years that sat on this information because they were afraid that they weren't going to get roles anymore. That's the whole purpose of the Me Too movement because women were silenced because this man was blackballing women. For okay. reporting them. That's a, that's no that's that's a good point, and I do understand that. But I just feel like a lot of the time people still be trying to. I think that me and you are also kind of to a certain extent talking about two different things because sometimes women be willing and wanting to do these things. As yeah, well. I'm not. Yeah. So I, that's what I'm saying. I don't really know how we got to the topic of them not wanting to do it and, right. them, being, and them getting sexually harassed. We were talking about no. Well, I was talking about my friend. We were talking about professional professionalism of women in the workplace, and I was saying number one, one thing that a lot of girls can stop doing is fucking a boss, right? Now, I agree with that. Because I've if you're also at, worked at a lot of places as well. Like I just said, I've worked at a lot of places where women niggas will fuck gonna they... try to fuck with you. Yeah, niggas gonna try to fuck with you, but them hoes be ready to fuck. Because they be thinking, oh, I'm gonna get a better section. A better, I'm gonna get a better <laughs> I'm gonna get a better I'm gonna get gunner section tonight. So let I'm me gonna get gunner section tonight. I'm gonna have these 15 bottles of 1942 coming right, out. Right, right, You know, they be thinking, or they just be thinking that maybe. They won't have to work as much and mm -hmm. they won't have they'll to. They'll get the schedule they want. They'll get the schedule they want and all type of things. And I've seen it happen. And then they still be having the same section as everybody else. I'm fucking dead. <laughs> now, I will say that. Now, I agree with you on they that. They be having to work. I feel like as women. Monday through Friday. I understand. We feel like pussy power. We're in control, which we are. But to use your pussy in the workplace. This is unprofessional. It's very unprofessional, and that does not need to happen at all. And every now, time I've seen it happen, it never works out for the better for the woman. Ever, 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 ever. And then also, I feel like women also we need to smarten up as far as if a man is showing you who he is, and if he's known for doing certain things, stop trying to think, oh, well, my talent is going to override that. What's selling? Bringing out the bottle? No, I'm talking about in. The, I'm now. I'm more so talking <laughs> about the industry. Like, say there's like a fire producer or a movie director, and he's known for basically wanting to fuck his clients and things like that. Don't think that oh, I'm this cute and I'm this talented, and I'm this pretty, so I'm gonna try it with this guy. 
just because I know he's not going to try that with me because I'm actually talented. No. These men look at us most of the time, and when they're like that, they look at us like a piece of meat. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if you look like a supermodel or if you look like a homeless girl on the street. If you got a pussy, they want to fuck, and that's all that they want. So... If you see that, stop trying to, we try, We talked about this on the bonus episode in a relationship mm-hmm. and it's the same way in the workplace. Stop trying to change these men. Don't think that, oh, I'm going to work so hard and prove to him. Because if he want to fuck when he see you, that's just that's what it's going to be. He's going to probably do what he needs to do to get the pussy. Then after he get the pussy, you ain't about to have a job again. Again. So I feel like once you start, once a man shows you or the sign, as soon as you don't want to fuck him no more after you already been letting him fuck, he gonna snatch that opportunity from right up under your right, ass. Right. And I, you know what? And I will say this: us being, you know, in the radio, you know, podcast, entertainment stuff that we do, um, I feel like, and especially looking the way that we look, because I know we talk about sex and we joke a lot, but one thing. When me and Dre, I feel like we both are like this and we step into meetings or when we talk to people or we present to them what Poor Minds is and who we are as women, we're very professional. It ain't no, we not about to sit here and talk about the topics that we talk on the, about on the show. Mm-hmm. It ain't none of that. We about to talk about, okay, what what do you want to bring us in for? What and can we do? And most importantly, we don't be fucking these niggas that we trying to work with. Right. It's no... You don't need to be texting our phone. We, we don't be texting the people that we work with at... Oh, uh, 12 30 at night like oh shit we about to go to instant blue come turn up with us it ain't none of that it yeah. ain't none of that we turned up a few times with people that we work with yeah i don't remember i have I I definitely have. you invite me out for some free uh dinner or something i'm like yo i'm fucking dead <laughs> no nah, i'm playing y'all but i think it's very important if you invite to- me to go out to the club like and it's a social setting now if now if it's like a network y'all event, don't go yeah, if it's like a networking event or something like an event like that, yeah, I'll go. But I'm just if it's if we have me too, if we have that I work. if we have a professional relationship, it needs to stay that. I'm not getting fucked up around you. I'm not. There's just certain things I'm just not but doing. Wait, even when you work at the club, um, because then is there? Because this is another question: Is there a difference between professionalism in like the? corporate workplace and in the nightclub atmosphere i mean it's, it, it shouldn't be but there is okay but um when I, I worked at the strip club for many 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 years and i never hung out with the people that were above me i hung out with my co-workers i recently worked at a bar out here and me and my boss kind of started you know texting and it got but it ain't all y'all did. and girl first of all <laughs> i remember i rolled up on you that day you did we didn't fuck we'll say that we did not fuck yeah, did. but we were definitely texting and things just got weird and i ended up quitting because things just got fucking weird right and that's why i've never did that because i've seen girls at the clubs that i worked at they would always start fucking with the boss and then i would see how I but i wasn't it, and them hoes always will leave just like you live well, i wasn't doing it to get anything out no, of it I know. so i would say my motives yes, were a little did. different i just wanted to see what the dick was talking about i mean i didn't fuck because i had a boyfriend at the time <laughs> I forgot I did cheat. Trash. Oh, I was trash. Damn, I, I feel them been all around. I did not fuck him. I did not fuck him. Stop. <laughs> I did not fuck him. Garfield did not fuck him. <laughs> Fucking he played with it though. No, he did not. Don't lie. I swear he didn't. All we did was kiss. Cause y'all was real cozy outside. Bitch, I was tonguing that nigga down. You that was, was crazy. I pulled up. I said, "Is, Is that, that lady?" lady? <laughs> 
Okay, anyways, back to the topic at hand. So, yeah, I feel like it's really important that ladies notice the first signs early on when you're dealing with somebody that's, you know, in management or somebody that you're trying to work with. If they're being too flirty, nip that shit in the bud right then and there because it's not going to get better. Mm -hmm. So, I let it be very known and very clear. I talk to them straight about professional stuff. I'm not talking to you about what me and Dre are doing tonight, what we did last week, what I'm doing this weekend, none of that. Right. We need to talk about what we are working on, and that's where the conversation starts, and that's where it ends. Once niggas start inquiring about things that have nothing to do with the business, niggas think that they slick. We got to open our eyes and just be a little bit fucking smarter when it comes to Dealing with these men in professional settings. I agree. I mean, that's honestly, do you have any other pointers? Because that's really the only pointer that I really had as far as, like, I feel like professionalism in the quote-unquote workplace, considering that I don't normally work in traditional workplaces. Uh Um, That's really, like, the only bit of advice that I have. and, And the last thing I'll say is don't, like, if it does get to that point, you know, you have to realize no matter what you do in life, when you work these jobs, it don't matter who you fucking work for, the radio station, the nine to five, corporate, whatever you're doing, you're going to get replaced. If anything happens to you, if you get sick, if you pass away, if you quit, if they fire you, you're going to be replaced. So I understand it's like, oh, you're scared to lose your job. But you know what? Do not be afraid to report and let people know what's going on. Because, you know, I feel like your body is yours. And you shouldn't have to feel like you need to use it to climb a ladder, you know, in, a, in the working world. Or you shouldn't have to use your body to keep your job. You know, I don't think Unless anybody should. Unless you're just should. the holding. Unless you want to. This is just do what you've been doing. Unless you want to. But, you know, if anybody <laughs> but is. Don't, yeah, if anybody's making you feel uncomfortable. And that's one thing I love about the Me Too movement. Because I feel I'm so happy that women we are finally in a space that we are starting to feel more comfortable with letting the world know how men be making us feel because a lot of times i'll tell a story about what a nigga done done to me and people be like ain't no way a nigga done that ain't no way and i'm like yes like i was told in the story how i was at an event one time and i'm trying to pay for my tab and this nigga grabbed my whole fucking pussy in front of everybody like a whole handful of my fucking pussy and when i tell people that story Niggas either laugh like, ooh, that nigga was wilding. Or people be like, no, nah, that nigga didn't do that shit. Yes, it yeah. happened. And it's not funny. Like, I mean, I definitely at the club had niggas grab my ass and shit. Before. Yeah, but all shit like and that. And they had nerves to get an attitude when you say something. Yeah, oh yeah, they get mad. Like, I could have swore this was my ass. You know, and that's the same thing that happened to me. When that nigga grabbed my pussy, I started screaming and I went off. And he was like, bitch, you need to calm the fuck down. What the fuck you think gonna happen when you got that on? Mind you, I had on some biker shorts and like a little top like you got on right now, a little tube top. So, I just hate when people say stuff like that. So, because I'm wearing something that I want to wear and I have a nice body, you feel like it's an invitation, I mean, an invitation for you to grope me. And especially. And rub upon me. That's why I say these niggas are disgusting. They are. So, as far as women, I feel like, you know, women are, we're coming in, we're coming into our own and we're also becoming more powerful. So, I feel like. That's why it's important for us to use our voices and stand up for ourselves and don't be afraid of these niggas because I'm not scared of these niggas. If, if I come across a nigga that tries to do that to me now, especially at the point that I'm at in my life and I know what I want, it's going to be some fucking problems. Period. Yeah. Because you getting reported. I'm putting you on blast. I don't give a fuck. 
touch me or harass me or do something to me that I don't like if you want to. But, bitch, we both going to be suffering. Yeah, I'm not scared of these niggas neither. But that's why I guess I was saying what I was saying earlier. Like, I've had guys try to talk to me and I guess, quote, unquote, sexually harass me in the workplace. But I don't be afraid of these niggas. If I don't want to fuck you, I'm not about to fuck you to keep this damn job. But I'm also a person who anybody that's cool with me know I don't be giving a fuck about jobs. Like, I'll quit a job job in a heartbeat. I don't care. And I'm a person that always, like... To well, I ain't worked it so damn long. It don't be this too much. It feels like forever because you know I like to work. Yeah. I like to have a job. So I'm this. I'm the person that I, I I have to keep my job. I need this job. I mean, That's I don't mind working and having a job, but if it's ever some bullshit going on, you don't mind. I'm quick to like. leave because there's so many fucking jobs out here. Right, like okay. so, when as soon as you leave, now I will say corporate is is a little bit tougher. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. when you work in the nightclub industry. Some bullshit going on. You can find you another job tomorrow. I agree. It's really not that hard. Like, so I just feel like it's never no reason. And plus, I just believe it's never no reason to be settling in life for anything. Right. So let us know how y'all feel. Any other tips that y'all have to add about women in the workplace? Yes. Being professional and handling these creepy, pervy ass niggas. Pervy. So we gonna get into the big. Hey. The big. Hey. The big. So, we talk about taking nudes and, you know, showing a nigga up in the bedroom and mm-hmm. doing this and doing that so much. Out it, out it. But I feel like we haven't talked about the icing on the cake. The things that make it really, 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 really good. So, we're mm. going to get into sexting. Because, you know, it's easy to take a nude. You know what I'm saying? That's true. It it's is. easy to be in the bedroom and getting fucked and talk that shit. But, you know... It takes a sense of poetic energy mm-hmm. to really get in these text messages and make some shit sound so good to a nigga. Right. That he's just reading the shit. No picture, no nothing. Mm-hmm. He's reading words and he's like, damn, I can't wait to fuck this bitch. Right. So I wanted to get into sexting and the art of sexting because it's really a fucking art. It's definitely an art. What kind of made me want to talk about this too is just because one of my friends and I were having a conversation the other day and she was like letting me look through her text thread and I was like, wow, your text threads are spicy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, my shit mm-hmm. is like a little boring. Like I'm the queen of sending news. Right. I know, I know how to take a great nude and send a good nude. And, you know, I'll send videos and stuff like that. But I, lately, I haven't been in a situation with a guy where he, like, wanted me to sex him. Mm-hmm. And send, like, freaky messages out. And I think I, done, I feel like I kind of done forgot how to do it because I haven't did it in so long. Well, I'll say this. I feel like sexting is definitely re- reserved for, like, when you're at work. Y'all can't get to each other or, like, long distance mm. things. You know what I'm saying? So, if you have somebody that, like, is out of town, sexting is fucking lit. It's like those erotic novels. Like, you know, you can just be saying little stuff like, man, I'm really, I'm, like, touching my pussy right now thinking about you. I'm so fucking wet. Mm -hmm. Like, they like stuff like that. Like, because it gets their mind going. They be like, damn, what you thinking about? Right. I'm thinking about the last time we fucked when you put your dick in my mouth and... You was just nutting all over me. Like, whatever you just say, like, right. you just get into details. Because, you know, it's just like, you know how the day after you get fucked? Right. And you just keep replaying it in your mind over and over. And over. Bro, that next day after you get fucked, those replays and your pussy just jump because you be thinking about it. You know what I'm talking about when that pussy jump. When you be thinking about it. I know about, about the it. little pussy throb. Girl, when I tell you. So, it's like when you replay those moments in your head and you just express that. 
through a text messages, those, that makes, that builds up the momentum for sex. It builds it up so much. Cause like y'all talk, you talking all this shit like, oh, I can't wait till you put that dick in my mouth or, oh, I can't wait to ride you. Oh my God. Do you remember how you had me like this? I can't wait to, you had me like this. Right. Look how you looking at me. She is drinking smile. Y'all should see how she's looking at me with this smile on her face. Drea is horny. Call the police. I am afraid, y'all. Jesus, Pete. Is everything okay over there? No. My goodness. You're really good at this. No, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. So y'all know Football Bay doesn't live here. And um, we are very, 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 very freaky. Um, we just, we like to fuck and we have amazing sex. And I like to talk about it. I love talking about sex. Obviously. I like to talk about sex. So, too. and I just like talking to him about like how we fuck. And, you know, I just be like, man, my pussy is so wet right now. I'm thinking about you. I can't wait to ride you. I actually Ooh. just sent that text. I literally just text him, I can't wait to ride you. Not get up on the tippy toes. On the tippy toes, <laughs> a bitch. And y'all know I hate riding dicks. So y'all know I'm excited as fuck. <laughs> right. My big ass be tired as fuck. I can't stand riding dicks neither. Let me throw it back any day. Yeah, but I, I mean, I'm not trying to be funny. I feel like, um, y'all know I do like to read the little erotic books sometimes. And sometimes oh, okay. I like to Google like erotic porn. You know, they have the like websites where they have stories. Oh, really? Yeah, it's just like short stories. So maybe that's what I should start doing. Maybe I should start Googling erotic, erotic porn. Yeah, erotic porn And stories. that'll give me like ideas of stuff that I need to say. Yeah, like I'll, I'll be saying. Because I'm the type of bitch that be like, nigga, come fuck me. Yeah. Period. But sometimes it's like, you know, you want to get creative and spice things up a little bit. No. Um, or, I'm, I'm like, or I'll be like, I'm about to pull up. It, uh, yeah, I mean, of course you want that, but it's fun to build up some right. momentum. Mm -hmm. You know, like one thing that I used to, that I still actually do mm -hmm. to build up good momentum, even though I'm not masturbating right now, I'll masturbate and think about the next nigga I know I'm about to fuck. What? Yes. And I'll actually, when I orgasm, I'll say their name. Okay. And after I'm done, I'll be like, oh, I cannot wait to get that dick. Cause it just like, cause masturbating is not as good as sex to me. Sex is always better than masturbating. Yeah. I mean, some people masturbating is better for them because they're not having orgasms during sex. Yeah. So for me, sex is better than masturbating. So when I'm masturbating and I'm thinking about football, man, I like I'll orgasm. I like actually say his name. Mm. That just puts me in a zone. I'm like, bitch, imagine when I'm fucking him. For yeah. real, for real. It All that builds up the momentum. And I'll tell him that I'm like, man. I was masturbating today and I had an orgasm and I was, I really, I said your name out loud. And they'd be like, what you did? You was thinking Ooh. about, they like that shit. Niggas love, oh! them shit like that. I was like, oh my God, like I had the best orgasm and I said your name. They love that shit, girl. They'd be like, damn, she's, she's screaming my name and I'm not even there, dog. <laughs> what type of niggas you talk to that sound like that? I don't know, but it sounded funny. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I used to, I feel like when I was younger, because I do remember when I was like in college and shit, my boyfriend that I had in college until I was like 23, we used to always be 16 because I was at school and right. he was in Houston. And even my relationship after that, I used to be sexting him too. But I don't know, I guess in like the past couple years, I haven't been in a situation where the nigga is a sexter. Mm-hmm. 
But like I said, it's after looking through my friends' um, messages or whatever, I think I want to start doing it again. But I'm like, shit, bitch, I think I just forgot how to lost my mojo. I mean, sometimes you have to definitely initiate the conversations. Because I'm not going to lie, every time we talk about fucking or you always the one it's that always initiated. me. Mm-hmm. It's always me. Because I'll either send But a, you said he'll ask you to send pictures. Yeah, so. But he never initiates the, the actual conversa- sexual conversation. Like sometimes he'll say something like, damn, like. Um, like I can't wait to see you, and I'd be like, yeah. And then I'll just start talking nasty. Mm. He can be like, the sky is blue. I'm like, this pussy is pink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious, sister. Like, I am dead as fuck. I mean, okay, but you know, I just sometimes that's you gotta. That's real spontaneous, right? It is because I'm not gonna lie. Like, don't get me wrong. Now we do talk a lot about other things because that's one thing that we do. Fuck. He always says that he was like, you, you're such an in depth person. Mm-hmm. You have so many angles, so about many yourself. layers. Right? He was like, yes, he says that all the time. He was like, because you're goofy, but you have a serious side. He was like, you're sexual, but you know, he was like, you have things to talk about besides mm. your body. So it's like, we're not just talking about fucking all the time, but that's what makes it more interesting. So if he's used to having, you know, good intellectual conversations with you, bitch, set that pussy out. Sometimes you need to set that fucking pussy And out. I think that's what it is with me. Like, <laughs> me and the nigga I talk to, we be talking about all type of shit all the time. I mean, but like I said, I drop news all the time. Yeah. And I be, you know, playing with my pussy and shit. But I just don't be sending a little, you know, cute little... Midday midday messages. Oh, I random love the mid- texts. Love the midday random texts. Sometimes I don't look up to par and I mm. can't take a nude. Right. And I, cause I, when I, he likes my nudes with my face in them. Cause he loves my face. He just adores my fucking mm. face. He does. So he likes when I have my nudes with my face in them. And bitch, he got more to lose than I do. So if my nudes drop, it's going to be, you know what I'm saying? Right. So it's not That's like. That's how I feel about my nudes. My nudes leave. Yeah, my nudes leave. So my shit drop, like, you gonna be like, you the one that got the whole fucking career. So it's like, you're going to be. Right. They're going to be looking at you crazy, not me. So, of course, I trust him. I wouldn't send him nudes if I didn't trust him. So I send my face, but sometimes my face is not beat. And I'm not, you know, looking like. Sometimes you don't feel like doing your makeup just to see the makeup. I'm not gonna lie, it's literally that's how you know when you dedicated to this shit. Yeah, you because it have been times where I done literally got out the bed, did my makeup and shit, did my hair just so I could send a lot of ass nude. Why do you think my makeup my body down? My makeup is done today because Mm -hmm. I woke up to take pictures and videos for him. Absolutely. Yes, that's why I did my makeup today. Yeah. And then it's like I'm gonna take some. And sometimes he'll ask me for news, but a lot of times too, ladies, drop that fucking news on him just drop that pussy off without him even asking you know what i'm saying but i mind you these are people that are worth it now don't just be sending news to just these random ass these random ass niggas who don't deserve it especially the type of news we be sending because the pussy be out if that shit ever got in the wrong hands there would be some scandal going on i was looking through our um media me and his media football Uh based media the other day i was like it's some wild shit in here it ain't, it ain't wilder than what I seen the other day. Let me tell you. I, I believe it. I believe it. I was shook. I said, oh my goodness. Yes. Yes. What is my life? What is my life? So my my, my advice to you is Google like erotic, short erotic stories. Just okay, Google short. That's what I'm going to do. And it'll just show you how, you know, people just talk sexually and how they write stories out. And it can, it can help you if you're sexting. Mm, so ladies okay. out there and guys out there, if you're looking for a simple way to spice up your relationship, I love sexting. Yeah, I think it's definitely some 
Like I said, even if y'all are in the same city and y'all both at work, sex your man while he at work. When y'all get home, that pussy gonna be wet and that dick gonna be hard and y'all gonna have amazing sex. Right. Because y'all been talking about it all day. So. I agree. I agree. That's so my yes, I'm about to spice it up. Spice it up, queen. Okay, so we gonna get into, um, we gonna do the, the bop, bop of the week. The bop? Okay. Yes. Okay. It's a, it's a, it's a good bop of the week this it week. It has been a great week. So y'all know Summer Walker came out with her album and... Honestly, I was kind of I'm feeling the whole album. I, I like want to say it's cool. every. No, I mean, every song is definitely not a bop. Yeah, I don't want to say every. But she's song, got some heat on there. Come through, come through is a bop. Shout out to Usher. Yeah, shout out to Usher. Because the sample was so fire, and Usher was singing his ass off. He was drunk dialing was a bop. Drunk dialing because, was a bop. You know, I think we can all relate to that. We be getting fucked up, and you be texting people. You know damn well. Need to be sending those texts to um, I'll Kill You featuring Janae Aiko. I like that song too. Potential, of course. And yeah, I, I don't know. Playing games, but we had already heard yeah, this yeah. song before. Potential. But I said potential. Oh, my yeah. bad. I wasn't listening. Yeah, potential is probably my is my personal favorite mm-hmm. song on the album. It's a great song too. Yeah, so shout out to Summer Walker. I think the album is great. Um, I don't think she she said this is her only tour, this is her first and last tour. Because, you know, she doesn't really like fame and she doesn't like it. She said this is her first and last tour. So does that mean she not going to come out with another album, too? Or I mean, you know, sometimes gonna... she probably just might not tour. I don't yeah. know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. You know, she's young. so She is. She's super talented. So shout out to me. And shout I mean, out to all of y'all that keep sliding in my DMs saying that we look alike. I've literally had like 20 people slide in my DMs in the past week saying that before the album came out. I had people sliding in my DM saying that. And the face that you making is the exact same face that Jasmine made <laughs> when I told her that she too. Mm. I think that Summer Walker is a beautiful girl. Don't think we look alike though. Yeah, I don't, I don't think y'all look alike. But shout out to Summer Walker. Yes. Fire album. So, um, my bop of the week. This song so motherfucking fire. Cause it's two of my faves, mm. Gucci Man and Meg The Stallion. Oh yeah, they got a song called Big Booty, and that motherfucker goes so hard. Yes, it they is. sampled uh, Uncle Luke's song, Big Booty Hoes, sampled it. They had the guitar. That hoe just fire. It's the song is so short though. It should have been Gucci Man verse the hook, Meg verse the hook, another Gucci Man verse, and then the hook. It should have just been like at least three, four minutes. The song is only two minutes and it makes me so mad because I got to keep running that hole the fuck back. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to keep running that hole back. Video was fire. Oh, I haven't seen the video. The video was fire. Meg, just, Meg is fucking bad, bro. She is. That's a badass fucking bitch, dog. Of course. She's from Houston. She's from Texas. H-Town. And you know what I love? Texas makes some of the most beautiful. And I will say this about Naturally Meg. fine women that I've ever seen in my life. And I'm really not not trying to be by no and but it's not just that i feel like i'm a tall woman mm-hmm. meg really represents for t- and not only is it's different with being tall when you tall and thick that's a lot yeah to be thick is to be one thing yeah tall is to be another thing mm-hmm. so when you thick and tall i'm not gonna lie like people always used to be like oh she a man oh she a linebacker right but it's cute now so shout out to meg for embracing the way her body is her body type and being tall and being thick i mean i felt i've always felt confident i'll say like once i got to college bitch i knew i was fine Right. So I haven't felt that way since high school, but I always notice a lot of women be like, oh, I hate my height. I hate being tall. So just shout out to Meg for embracing her height and embracing her body and just being a fucking badass bitch. 
And a dope-ass artist. A dope-ass artist. Gucci Mane, Meg Thee Stallion, Big Booty is a fucking smash. Okay? Amen. So now we're going to get into the item of the week. I've talked about this before, and I wanted to talk about it again. So this um, is with Care Of. It's the products that we were talking to y'all about a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It's a subscription service that delivers like vitamins and supplements that are customized to whatever you got going on in your life. So basically, um, it's an online quiz thing. So you go to the website. I'm going to put the link in the bio for the website. You go and you take an online quiz. So you put in your goals. Oh, I'm trying to lose some weight. Oh, I need my nails to grow. I need my hair to grow. Um, I drink a lot and I'm tired of having hangovers. Whatever, whatever you have going on in your life, this quiz is going to answer it and get you to the pills and things that you need to be taking. Right. So, um, even if you're like looking to sleep more or you need to wake up or you need something to give you a little pep in your step, whatever you need. So you take the online quiz. The online quiz is like five minutes and it's very easy. It's not like they... You know how you take some quizzes sometimes? They'll be like, oh, what's your blood pressure? What's right. your blood type? It ain't all that. It's just mm-hmm. really easy, simple questions. And um, it just gets you into a healthy routine. So it gets you your vitamins going. Um, and I feel like we've talked, like I said, I'm getting older. I'm not getting no motherfucking younger. Neither one of us here. So I feel like no it's very important that we start taking our vitamins and adding that into our routine of being healthy. Like, you know... Honestly, if we're honest with ourselves, when we eat the foods that we eat every day, we're not getting all the nutrients that we need Mm -hmm. on a daily basis. So this definitely has, if you're trying to improve your diet for whatever reasons that you are, it has all the pills that you need that will help you with that. Right. So shout out to them. And then the good thing about this is y'all know we always got to hook y'all up with shit. I need to stop cursing. Um, But um, we have a code. So use the code Poor Minds on the website, and you'll get a twenty percent discount. Right. And like I said, it's a prescription service. So the good thing about the prescription service is that you can get it monthly. Mm-hmm. So you can just get your pills every month on the first each month. Take your pills, and you be ready to go. So yeah, shout out to uh, Take Care of. I'll put the link. In my bio, I mean, not the bio, in the description box. Right, so y'all can click on it. Yes, y'all can click on that and make sure y'all use the discount Poor Minds and you'll get 20% off. Right. Um. What else? Oh, European Wax Center. European Wax Center, y'all the know usual. The, y'all know the drill every week. Uh, shout out to European. Make sure y'all uh, go to the... Edgewood and Howell Mill location. Edgewood and Howell Mill location. Make sure Minds and you'll get a discount. Um, on products or services. Right. Um, I think that's it. Oh, and then, of course, y'all know I got to shout out my girl with Celebrity Fashion Hair because I got a lot of compliments oh, yeah. on my red wig. So that's where I got my wig from, y'all. Celebrity Fashion Hair on Instagram. You can use the code LexP. Get a discount on your bundles because fall is here. So, ladies, do not use the same bundles you had in summertime Ooh. now. It's fall time. It's time to switch it up. Switch up them wigs now, y'all. So, make sure y'all check out Celebrity Fashion Hair. Right. And use code XP and get a discount. What else we got? I think that that's all we got Um, your show. Oh, yeah. Y'all, make sure y'all check out Where To Next. The first episode dropped last Thursday. And we got a lot of good reviews. You know, it's hard to start yes. a new channel. So, of course, it's starting slow. But make sure y'all please check out Jazz and Lex, Where To Next. When you go to YouTube, just literally type in Jazz and Lex, mm-hmm. Where To Next. 
And the show pops up. It's a foodie show. Because y'all ask me and Drea, Jazz, y'all ask... Every time y'all come out here, y'all be like, where do we go? Right. Where do we go? I'm making... I made a whole show for y'all mm-hmm. so y'all can stop asking people where to go when y'all <laughs> come eat. to Atlanta. Right. This is a... It's not just food. It's bars. Everything. Where you can go have fun at. So... Once we just get it going, y'all just show the love. So Jazz and Lace, where to next? Shout out to Jazz. Um, I think that's it. That that's it for this week. That's it. So ladies, make sure y'all take y'all our tips. We'll probably have a another bonus episode coming for y'all soon. Yeah, we'll do one. Maybe we can do one. Maybe. Y'all yeah, be cutting up. We're not gonna make no promises. We're not gonna make no promises. But we are but, about to get back, and that's another thing. We are, y'all, we promise, because y'all literally mention us all the time and be DMing us all the time asking about when we gonna um, get back on YouTube. Get back on YouTube, and we're about to start doing that. Let's just go ahead and say we're gonna do it next week. Yeah, we're gonna do it we next week. We're gonna promise. say it. I'm gonna put, gonna put it out it there, there so we can have to put the pressure on ourselves to make it happen. And like I said, y'all, y'all know, make sure, but. We, you know, it motivates us. Y'all make sure y'all share the podcast. Tell your friends, tell your family about Please. the podcast and tune in. You know, it motivates us when we motivate each other. We're the we're the poor boys and the poor girls. We in this shit together. Amen. We a poor family. And we're just trying to get everything together for y'all to make the show as best as we can. So make sure y'all always email us to askpoorminds at gmail.com. Your, your questions will be answered on the show. And, um, yeah, so we will see y'all next week. Right, bye y'all. Bye. Damn. I hope we're still recording. Oh, yeah, we are. (laughs)